Welcome team. Now you know when I say team, I want to treat I want to treat you like I would anybody in any team I work with, and that is to expose you to people that are successful. Whatever game they're at, the top of their game is the type of guest I want to bring. And I usually do that to either teach you, inspire, motivate, maybe share a bit of wisdom, or maybe just entertain, depending how entertaining the guest is. But what I want to do today is bring to you a digital content producer. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because there's so many people out there now that are basically content producers. Like, look at everyone over Instagram, Twitter, their own family photos even. Everyone produces content now. So I've, I've brought Jeff Lambert on the show. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks, H. Mate, I tell you what, I'm going to just correct me anywhere here, but I just want to paint the picture to the listeners. Jeff Lambert is the, the head of the content, digital content producer of the Penrith Panthers. So anyone out there that doesn't follow Rugby League or follow Penrith Panthers, just jump on and search... You've got your own YouTube here, Penrith Panthers YouTube. Yep, yep. Just search Penrith Panthers or, I mean, obviously all of our stuff goes on to penrithpanthers.com.au so you can check it all out there. Some of the stuff you've been doing is a bit game-changing in, in rugby league. You probably, you'd probably find it in the NFL, I guess, whereas the access to the NFL has been pretty cool over the years. They're, they're kind of leaders in that area probably. I wouldn't mind going there with you, working out where you get your inspiration. But for the listeners, just go and search behind the scenes with, with the Penrith Panthers this year alone, 2020 pre-season. And the reason I'm going to tell these stories because some of your listeners don't know my, my day job is head of performance here at the Penrith Panthers. And we have this digital content guy come up to us and he says, can I come on pre-season camp? And we were like, the, the coaching staff were like, no, this never happens. But then we get together and we chat about it and we realise, you know what, Jeff takes pride in his work as much as we take pride in ours. So if he really wants to get this done and he's telling us that he wants to do this for the, the members and the supporters and the, and the sponsors and he, he cared that much to come and hassle us again, do you think I could come on camp? So anyway, we tested him out. Yes, you can. So this is an army camp. So Jeff, I don't know if you know the background there. We weren't going to let you come, but we love that you came. Yep. So tell the listeners what it was like when you're trying to get the money shot, as you guys call it, in the, the content producing world. And we're running eight kilometres through the, through the mountains, carrying logs and sandbags. And like, how did you get your money shot? Yeah, well, I guess to sort of uh, backtrack a bit first, I mean, we're a, a two-man two media team here at Panthers. So um, there's myself and then there's our media manager, Evan Seif. Um, and, you know, we're obviously always bouncing ideas off each other and um, and all that sort of stuff, yeah. So Evan was just as uh, keen to, you know, to come on camp with me as well and just, you know, whether it be my driver or, you know, holding a GoPro or just anything like that, just giving me sort of a second angle so that, you know, we could cover everything. But I guess, yeah, when we got there, it was, um, I mean, funny story, the the day before camp when we went away, I actually pretty badly rolled my ankle. And the, <laughs> the, right. the day of camp, I, I went into the physio right before we boarded a flight and my ankle was swollen up like crazy. And 
I went and saw the physio and said, please tell me there's something that you can do about this, just whether it's strap it or whatever. And Yeah, um, mate, here's a bottle of pain away. And uh, Pete Green, yeah, our physio was so good and strapped it up. And luckily that first day it was mainly just travel to get to camp. So, you know, I didn't have to put too much force on it. But then the second day was when we went on, you know, sort of that bigger run. And I think just because, you know, I knew, well, obviously no one's going to feel sorry for me. I just need to get this shot. So... You know, you sort of just go through a bit of that pain and, um, yeah, but... Well, you got the respect from the boys. So for the listeners now, I'll paint you the picture. He's turned up with the ankle strapping on and <laughs> and we're going, oh, good luck here, mate. So we went, we set off on a run and, you know, it was a pretty intense run through some rugged, rugged kind of uh, trails, if you like, yep. bush trails. And there he was running alongside us, running ahead, running behind getting the shot, carrying a GoPro, carrying another camera. Um, we might have to go there. You talk us through your equipment. But what we loved about it was he takes pride in his work as much as we do in ours. So then we kept feeding him little opportunities. Next minute he's on the high tower of a, you know, we're doing a, a high tower jump in, into the water. You're there, you're underwater. Um, you're doing every activity where we're abseiling and you were, up at you know people with fear of heights and you were you weren't i don't know if you were but you didn't show it so you were getting the money shots and i mean even down to uh, some of the videos you produced this year you've you've come to me on week one and said we want to do behind the scenes panthers and we're going to start with you so that the other staff will follow that's pretty rare in our sport because usually coaches and people like me we're usually a bit paranoid and we don't want to let stuff out yep. how have you how do you feel you've gone getting us on board your little vision here because i mean i support it i understand it i understand what you're after but it has been hard to to get people like me and staff like me over the years to do this type of stuff why were you so determined because really it was your it was your determination to get it done is why we bought in like, why, why do you love it so much? Why? Why? What is it? Yeah, I think both, you know, Evan and I would have, you know, seen pre-season is so long and, you know, there's only so many times that you can, you know, put out a training montage of, you know, players tackling hard or something like that. So we wanted to, I guess, bring people something a bit different this year um, and just not so much just show but also to, to teach people, you know, what's going on. So, you know, what it is that you do in your daily job that helps the players, you know, the, there's so many more um, staff members around than, you know, obviously just the head coach and maybe a couple of assistant coaches. So there's so much that goes into, you know, as we call it, preparing the Panthers. Um, that's why, you know, we really wanted to show it. And, um, you know, Ivan, I could tell, bought in from day one. It was, you know, really good having yourself um, there as well. You know, you've helped us massively. So... Uh, yeah, it's you know I think I think those results have shown throughout this entire preseason because you know it's it's pretty well unprecedented the the level of access that um, football's given us this year. So yeah, there's something about your passion though, which we we might get out of you here. Like I always tell anyone to enjoy your work be because it shows, or it doesn't show. Yep. Like it, the evidence punches me in the face. I always look for evidence of someone enjoying their work. You know when you go to a, a coffee shop and someone 
remembers your name the next day and they're really happy and they remember your order and you, and they want to help you they want your experience to be that good and you can tell they want that and it's a it's a passion yep. like that's a pretty simple example um but we can tell like there's something more that you're trying to do for these fans at Penrith or it's either the sponsors that you love or there's the team you love the, there's some there's something else like cuz you could easily just do your montage each day and easily just do your nine to five and just schedule your tweets and schedule your Instagram and hit send and away you go, job done. Yeah. There's something more about you and I want to know why. Why are you so passionate about, I mean, I know creative people, I tell you, you're trying to get the right shot, the right edit, you're trying to really produce some cool content, but there's more, that, there's more than that. You must love Panthers because really you are so good you should be working in the NFL. You should be working for Fox Sports. <laughs> so, what is it? What's keeping you at Penrith? I need to know. Yeah, I mean, I, Penrith obviously gave me my shot. You know, five. So I've been here for five seasons now, and um, you know, at the start, I basically I just finished film school. Um, you know, I hadn't really had a certainly a full time gig or anything like that with um, with filmmaking or anything like that. So, um, you know, I like to think that how uh, we've grown massively in, in that five years, you know, in terms of what we're producing and the quality we're producing. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess that's probably just the, you know, where the passion comes from me is looking at the last video and thinking, you know, how can we get better on top of that? And, you know, part of that is access, part of it's gear, just, but you know, part of it's, um, you know, the players, all sorts of stuff. It, it's hard to say exactly um, what it is, but... Yeah, I think you've always got to be looking at, um, you know, pushing the boundaries and, and making the best possible result because there is so much uh, content out there these days that, you know, if you're just producing the bare basics, no one's going to watch it and, you know, why would they? So that's, a yeah, I, that's probably my my muse, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, the listeners often hear me refer to a couple of things. One, do you know what to do? So you know what to do. You, you know how to make film and you've been to film school. We might go there. Two, do you have the resources to do it? Yeah, you have the resources. You have the equipment and you have the skill set. Three, do you really want to do it? And that's where I look for evidence. So what we see with you is that you really want to get it done. Like you were out there today in the pouring rain with us. You know, you've been on the... You've been underwater with us. You've been in the heights. You've been in the mountains. You've been in the, the good times. You've been in the bad times. So there's some, you know, you, there's there's opportunities where you could have just been lazy, but you've never chosen the, the lazy option. So it's kind of, there is a, there's a definite message there because there are a lot of people that want your job. Yeah. And that's probably where I'm hoping those types of people are now listening and probably taking little nuggets of gold here about your work ethic, that that's what people are after. Yeah. There's another little skill there about building relationships that anyone in this game, like you're working with some highly strung people, a pressure environment, and mm. you've built relationships with players and staff that they do respect that they can help you get your money shot, you know? Yeah, well, they I mean, respect that. Part of that is obviously being, you know, a development club. Um, you know, I've, I've had some relationships with these guys. You know, I was, I was out at Leichhardt Oval for Nathan Cleary's first um, under-20s game. I remember that, you know, and so I was there for that and then just, you know, seeing them at training every day and all that sort of stuff. So um, being around the guys, especially from a young age, you know, we've, 
we've grown together and I like to think that now that's sort of, you know, we're, we're seeing um, the benefits of that in the fact that hopefully a lot of the boys trust me um, and, um, you know, obviously I trust them and all that sort of stuff. So Very cool. Well, trust is everything, isn't it? So you're 26 now. That means you've told me you've been here five years. So you started in this job at 21. What was that like? Was that nerve-wracking coming in? So you've come straight from – tell us – actually, let's talk about film school. Yep. So – you finish high school, what made you say, I'm going to go to film school? What, when did you decide? Because I'm asking this now because I've got a 13-year-old mm. son who loves your stuff. Yeah. So he loves it. Uh, I mean, I was back in um, Maitland, sort of up Newcastle way, and um, I'd done um, sort of, uh, you know, film and that sort of stuff a bit there, but uh, there wasn't too much around that area, you know. Um, so... When I was 18, I guess I, you know, just made that decision to had a gap year first, just to work and to save up, and then move to to Sydney to study. Um, and yeah, did uh, two years at film school. It was pretty decent. I mean, I, I wouldn't have this job without it because of sort of the connections that I made. Um, it's one of those sort of things that, I mean, you know, there's so much that you can learn online now and all that sort of stuff. Where, you know, I, part of me questions how worth it it is, but. I mean, if it wasn't for film school, as I said, I, I would never have this job because I made that connection with sort of a, a former marketing manager here. So, And uh, did it get you disciplined in a way of, or were you always going, if you didn't go to film school, were you yeah. going to be self-taught? Were, were you that motivated to do it? Because I know people in your game that mm. are all self-taught yeah, and they're brilliant, yeah. brilliant at it and... So, and I guess you basically said that too there. You don't actually have to go to film school, yep. but do you feel it helped get you disciplined? And Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's always hard to say. I mean, I'd certainly like to think I'd have a lot more money if I, if I didn't do it, but yeah, um, yeah that's it's, it's something that every person's got to make, you know, that decision for themselves. I, I can't say whether it was right or wrong for me because, you know, that's, I did it and... I'm glad I did it, I guess. But, but even now in your industry, you're learning new stuff every day, right? Yep. yep. And there's new technology will come or there's different styles. And so you're learning all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, so much of that is is just, you know, looking online and all that sort of stuff. I mean, obviously, um, you know, if you're working at somewhere like a broadcaster or something like that, you know, you might be learning off other people. And um, so much of what I've learned is, you know, being off, uh, you know, like the NRL photographers and those sort of guys, just, you know, being around them and, you know, if I've got questions or whatever, just hitting them up with that. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that side of it, photography was something that I didn't have any formal training on. It was all just either, uh, you know, having the job here and training with it. So, you know, training sessions, just getting better with all that sort of stuff. And then any of the more um, technical questions of that, just bouncing off the NRL photographers, you know, we have them at every game as well. So, that's sort of where I think you know some of my professional development has come through is is just being around those guys and the you know the Fox Sports cameramen and all that sort of stuff just yeah bouncing off them. You just mentioned a new skill you developed, so that probably brings me to you. You are you're very multi-skilled, and I guess you have to. You're, mm. You've got a small team here, so your passion is film, I guess. Yep, that's where it started. Yep, but you're now. You do the filming, you do the editing, you do the photography, you do the editing, you're setting up studios, you're doing the lighting, you're doing the producing, yep. you're doing the pre-production, you're doing the post-production. You're basically 
now are very, very multi-skilled. Is that in your industry? Is that what you're advising kids to be like now? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, you know, that's uh, these sort of jobs are, are so rare, and the fact that you know there's only sixteen NRL clubs, and uh, you know, there's obviously not that many sports as well, and most NRL clubs will only have one or two gigs. You know, there's there's some other clubs like you know I think Broncos and that that will have you know, multiple people in, in my role or, you know, dedicated editors or stuff like that. But, um, you know, if you really want to especially get started in the, in the in this sort of world, I think you do need to be able to, you know, do all those sort of things because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just what's expected these days. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had someone tell me, he calls it the trifecta, where you're yeah. good at, where you're nailing three things. You know, you're not just one, like you've got a couple of things. Yep. In in your industry, um, mate, tell me where do you see yourself? Like, are you going are you going to be at this club forever, or where? Like, you're 26, mm. and you are so skilled. Where do you think this will go, or do you think this this area, your department may just keep growing and you grow that way, or are you going to be working in Hollywood one day? What where where are we talking? Yeah, I mean, I I really don't know sort of what the future holds uh, i've always said you know if if i ever lost the passion or you know i started to get bored with it or something then that's you know probably when i'd start looking elsewhere but you know that that just hasn't happened so we've um you know there's always new experiences like camp was you know unreal for me because you know those sort of situations you know, how many people would would get to do those sort of things so that was unreal um but yeah no I, I just love this club and looking at, as I said, where we've come from. So when I first started, you know, this, this club didn't own a, didn't own a tripod. It was, um, you know, there was the priorities, I guess, were just not Different, there in, yeah, yeah, in, in yeah. the digital department or anything like that. So, um, yeah, you know, we've, we've grown massively in those years. You know, Panthers is re very heavily invested in, in the digital side of things, which is really good to, um, to see and, yeah, pr they pretty much give us everything that we need to make sure that um, you know we're producing the best stuff for everyone. Oh yeah, the fans. The, I've I've read a couple of the uh, feedbacks that you get. The the fans absolutely love the effort you go to. But I was just kind of going there because it's you know there's other people listening that probably aren't even in your industry, but they get the point about if you can have a staff member that's so invested and so have grown with with the. The business if you like like you mentioned you were at nathan cleary's first under 20s game so you're very very connected to him until possibly when he retires and that that's going to be in another 10 years so that connection is really really important and i think it's powerful and it's it's not worth glossing over in my opinion um just on that then what are your favorite footy moments you ride the highs and the lows with the team which makes you invested what are your favourite moments since you've been here? Oh, there's been so many. Um, obviously, yeah, as I say, camp was amazing. Uh, I remember, um, I think it was 2017 or 2016. I, I can't remember the year. It all starts to blend together after a while. But there was a, we're in the final series and it was at Allianz Stadium. And I just remember, you know, Josh Mansell sort of screaming down the, the wing and just, dived over for the try and he gets up and he does his big, you know, raw celebration. I just remember just, you know, capturing that shot and 
that was just still uh, photo or yeah, yeah that yeah. was a still photo so um you know there were there were obviously other photographers there you know there was daily telegraph and um yeah. getty images and all that all that were there as well but that was you know in in that um huge moment you know like towards the end of the game or something like that and um you know it's finals footy and there's so much pressure and everything and then just to see you know the a big winger like josh just sort of coming for you, for your corner and then just smashing it over and then doing the big celebration then i remember you know getting that shot and just absolutely sprinting um back to my computer to get it to um you know a graphic designer to to use that as the full-time image because that that was going to be the thing that everyone remembered from that game and i mean i'd have to go back and look but i I, that would have had to have been you know with one or two minutes left if that so you know sprinting there getting that up and just saying you know i've i've just put this photo in please use it because you know uh yeah i think that was that was so good how good how good i spoke to brett costello we did an episode here brett costello is a brilliant award-winning photographer you obviously know brett and he talked me through his routine a bit do you have a routine how do you prepare how do you prepare on game day or how do you prepare to nail your shots at training here even like how focused are you like he he was talking to him was like talking to an athlete yeah. But different profession, obviously. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't say that I have a specific uh, routine or anything like that. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to find out all that sort of stuff or what you know a lot of different guys use or do to sort of get themselves. But um, no, I'd, I'd, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, he's you obviously haven't listened to the show. Thanks for your support, mate. <laughs> uh, he his routine was uh, just preparing early just getting prepared early if he ever wasn't prepared and and kind of got there maybe a little bit late or he might get a bit rattled and then his head spinning a bit and he wouldn't be in that zone to get that shot like Mm. he likes to be clear he likes to be prepared he likes his equipment sorted he he gets in position early like he all that stuff related it's almost like talking to a footballer who needs to get in position early Mm. who needs to get to training early who needs to get his head clear and you know our best players perform better when their heads clear. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it was I've, interesting. I've had several, I guess, nightmares if you call them, sort of the day before, mainly home games. But just that, I've, you know, I've slept through an alarm and then rocked up to the stadium late, and all you know, all this everything's just not working. Or you know, I was supposed to give them you know a couple of videos on game day, and that just hasn't happened, and I'm too late. And yeah, so I, I mean, in in that sense. I do make sure I'm at, you know, whatever ground it is. A lot of the time, stupid early. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's just a, a paranoia thing of mine that, yeah, we'll be late and then everything will just go terribly. And, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I love that. I, I want to see that image of Josh Mansour when he scored that try. What about equipment? Do you have any favourite? What, what's your go-to? Um, if you're a young digital producer now, like... Mm. Like my son, please don't make me go and spend any more money. Um, <laughs> Sound like Panthers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your go-to? What's your camera? What do you like using? Yeah, so, I mean, we've got, um, I guess, different cameras for um, filming and, and stills. So um, on the still side of things, it's, you know, pretty well all Canon gear. Um, you know, and that's, again, part of it was maybe two years ago, Panthers, you know, signed off on... It's probably close to 30k worth of um, camera gear. You know the the best lens that you could buy, the best camera that you could buy, and um, Bailey, don't get any yeah, ideas, no, mate. That's, and and I'm not saying that you know you have to have that, but 
Um, you know, it, no, but they're tools of the yeah, trade, right? Yeah. So uh, that you know really helped us, you know, get the best photos, especially. Um, but yeah, I mean that there's there's so much more that you can do these days with, you know, without spending that much. I mean, hopefully, you know, maybe people did or didn't notice it, but so much of um, the camp was just shot on GoPros these days because you know they're so so steady, um, you know, in the hand. You know, that was when I was running alongside the guys, you know, I couldn't carry, I, I had in one hand, you know, my big camera so that when I got in front, you know, I could get those shots. But when I was just running alongside the guys, it was just with a GoPro. And, um, you know, I gave Evan a GoPro as well and just said, you know, uh, you know, get some reaction shots or something like that. Just, yeah. 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 So, you know, a GoPro is maybe $450 or something like that, you know, for, um, you know, especially for videos and yep. that's, they've really helped think as well so so your editing suite what are we working on there yep so uh adobe premiere pro and, and all the adobe stuff it, it has its quirks uh in terms of you know crashing and all that sort of stuff sometimes but for yep. the most part it's yeah it's pretty good and it works between um you know we use all windows computers here and a lot of the time i'll use Macs sort of um personally so it, it all works sort of across there so uh yeah yeah okay because um I mean, I, I remember I was going to Juventus Soccer Football Club and I had a presentation to give at Juventus and lastminute.com, you might as well call me, lastminute.com, I've just had this, I just remembered they don't speak English, <laughs> half of them. So I came in to you and I said, I want to show this video, can you help me? And to the listeners, I just want to let you know, the next day on my desk, there's a memory stick, I put it in the computer, I press play. And there's the video I want with Italian subtitles. I don't know how you did it. There's probably you might. There must have been an easy way because yeah. I don't think you speak Italian. No, no, but no, you no. had me so well prepared that I stood up, presented a video, and it had Italian subtitles. And and that showed the audience or the staff there at Juventus that I cared enough to really present well. Yeah. And. Um, you made me look good, then. So th- <laughs> thanks well, that, for that. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was a little service called uh, it's Rev.com, and oh, so really? they, they um, yeah, they can take you basically upload the video, um, and they'll basically you know type it out in. Oh, I thought you were a genius. No, so no, I, I can't take too much credit for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, uh, who's your favourite player to work with? So now you're filming. Just say you're filming a commercial. Who's your favourite player to work with? Yeah, at the moment it's probably Brian Toto. Um, uh-huh. he's, he's just he's just got so much energy about him. I mean, that's that's the uh, one of the main things that you need, especially when you know putting together videos and that sort of stuff, because it comes across. Um, and yeah, Biz is just he just oozes energy, and it's it's very good. But as in saying that, you know, all the boys are, are unreal. You know, we don't really have any players that you know are looking at their watches if we're. You know, we're out at Fox Sports uh, yesterday and, you know, no one's there, you know, tapping on their watch saying how much longer are we going to be there? You know, I think they all, um, again, you know, respect what we do and know what we're trying to get. And so, yeah, so um, it's funny you say that the energy comes across. Um, Brett Costello in his episode talked about he's when he captures a photo, a game day photo, he's trying to capture emotion. So if you think of his photos of, Usain Bolt, he's done every Usain Bolt Olympics and you, he'll capture a smile while he's running or yep. 
or he'll capture someone diving for a try or he'll capture that emotion of someone celebrating or he's always capturing emotion and yeah. and you're shoot, shooting on video where the energy definitely comes out and I'll tell you what, you scared the shit out of me yesterday. <laughs> for the listeners, Jeff's posted out the best behind the scene video of the Fox Sports shoot and uh, I had to reply on Twitter, did you catch that last night? Yep. Um, so there's Brian Toto, his favourite. Jeff's favourite, doing a backflip on a fashion runway in a pair of socks. Looks like he's going to slip over. And I'm, all I care about is how he trains today. Then he drops into the splits. He's such a freakish athlete. Yeah. He's the best. I, I love mean, him. He, like, he, I love his energy the same as you do. So you only scared me for a bit. Once I realised he was safe, I became one of the... One of the viewers out there that was loving your video. Well, I yeah. think that's why I put it in slow mo as well, so that you could uh, you could anguish <laughs> for a couple of seconds extra. But um, he, I mean, he did the same thing at Channel Nine as well. Did a backflip and straight straight afterward, everyone just said to him, "What are you What are you doing?" What but are you, doing? Uh, you know, I, I, just to clarify, I didn't make him do the backflip for that. That, that. I really needed that to was know his, that. Uh, that was and his the guys own. at Fox didn't make nope, him. Either. No, they just said, "You know, get up on the stage, take your shoes off, so you're all safe." Um, and yeah, that was just biz being biz. biz I think in the moment. Biz. So well, we often say, don't, don't lose the nine-year-old kid in you. You know, don't yeah. never lose that. Never lose that. Especially in footy, we've got to love what we do. But you did. You scared the shit out of me. So <laughs> thanks for that. No, all good. Well, mate, last last bit. I just wouldn't mind if you got any advice for some young guys because um, I this will this will be listened to. Uh, a lot of business people listen. A lot of coaches listen. A lot of sporting people. There's. In the business, there's a bit of the, the marketing types that listen as well. Um, but I've got a feeling there'll be parents out there that have the 13-year-old kid like I do that loves photography, loves videoing. They're all learning editing at school. Like, if you got anything for these young kids, I mean, you're 26 now. The world's at your feet. Mm. You know, there's a lot of kids worrying about what, what am I going to do, what am I going to do, like... I think this space, this digital space, is only going to grow and grow and grow. I mean, it's growing here. Yeah. Um, what are you saying to that kid in high school right now? Yeah, I mean, so much of it is just, you know, getting experience and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, go back to the photography side of it. That was all just learnt through either, you know, watching YouTube videos or just, you know, shooting training sessions and, um, you know, hoping I was getting better and all that sort of stuff and, um yeah, so that's that's part of it, um, and just putting your work out there so people can see it. I mean, we've you know we've seen so many people um, you know online and that, and you know their work, and um, you know recommended their work to some other clubs and that when you know when they've needed um, people in this sort of role. But um, yeah, so a lot of it would have to be, I think, uh, just looking for the. I like to think in my role sort of I'm just always looking for what the story is. So whether it's, you know, shooting a game, maybe it's, you know, someone's debut or something like that, you know, that's that's part of the story. But obviously just, you know, however the rest of the game goes, that's a story in itself. I mean, um, you know, at, at camp it was always just I couldn't – there was no point me starting, say, you know, a massive run and just, you know, getting a, a couple of shots and then just not finishing it because – you know, that's not the story. You're only telling half of the story. So, you know, I just had to make sure that, you know, we were there from start to finish on, you know, everything so that we were telling that full story because, you know, so much can happen in the middle, you know, parts of, of even a run or something like that. So, 
uh, yeah, I think I'm always just sort of reminding myself, whether it's photos or videos, just what's the story so that I think it helps me, um, you know, shape what I'm making or if we need to, um, you know, so a lot of the time Evan will be the one that's asking the questions. But if I think that there's um, something else that, that I might need from an edit standpoint or something for a video, um, I'll just, you know, say to him, oh, you know, can we maybe ask about this or, you know, something like that. So, um, yeah, that's that would be probably one of the biggest things that I've learned, I guess, is just always just be looking for what that story is to, to tell. So, Yeah, cool. Uh, I mean, so there's some advice for those those kids out there. My advice is that bit I talked about at the start. Every time we see you, we just can feel you love your job. You love your job. You take pride in your job. Even down to our, our club sponsors, it's almost like you're working for Oak or you're working for Hertz or, or working for O'Neill's. You always have them in mind all the time. Like you actually care. Yep. You know, you're not you, – we always feel that you care about your job and obviously you care about the players too. So there was a little bit in that chat around building relationships too, which um, well done for what you do there, mate. Oh, thank well, you. I mean, I think um, it's really good that – I mean, the players can sometimes see, um, you know, people in the media or something like that as, you know, maybe out to get them or something like that. And I like to think that, you know, here at the club, you know, they have a respect and, and a trust, as I said before, in you know, myself, Evan, and, and pretty much everyone here because, you know, we're we're all part of the same team. So, you know, if, if we're asking them to do a, a video something for us or a photo shoot, they know that, you know, we're never going to just turn that around on them and, you know, create some clickbait rubbish or that. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's that's made a big part in helping us get all those relationships with the players and, yeah, and they obviously get to see, you know, all the videos and photos that we take of them and they, they love pointing, you know, commenting on and, oh, and love roasting other players they if, if they've it. had to do something. So It's interesting you say that um, because even some of the best that are out there in the general media, the best in the game, like the Brett Castillos of the world, yep. they – they also are brilliant at building relationships and knowing the players know that he's only trying to get that money shot. Yep. So if they're smart, they'll actually say, hey, Brett, how can I help you get this shot? Because yep. then it's win-win for them, win-win mm. for him, win-win for their sponsor, win-win for the pair of boots that they're branded in. Like if they work with the photographer to yep. get the best shot, I'm obviously you can't mid-game, yeah. but if it's a training shot, like... If the guy needs another five minutes, just give him your five minutes. Yep. It's not that hard. 100%. You know? So, um, no, no, really good. Really good. Thanks for the chat. Um, we might do a part two some stage. An actual video of behind the scenes with you would be gold. <laughs> I'm going to tell Penrith Panthers they should do that for their fans. This is going out on my podcast. Yeah. Because um, I know there are listeners that will benefit from this. But I think the Penrith Panthers should do behind the scenes with you because – Fans love your work. The sponsors love your work. So that's the next episode. We'll see how we go. Thanks for your time, S mate. See what the reaction is to this one first. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Jeff. Thanks, mate. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of GTE with Hayden Knowles. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review to help grow the team.